Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Hello, my beauties of the Liberated Latina podcast. I am super excited because today you are going to be hearing a really beautiful, intimate, and vulnerable interview that I had with a previous client of mine, Maria. Maria is an amazing coach for BIPOC introverts and highly sensitive people, HSPs. And we worked together over the summer of this year and I just have to say that her transformation was so powerful and a lot of what she accomplished still makes me cry to this day. She was just so available to really go there and she was so down for all of the somatic practices that I asked if I could lead her through as we were setting the foundations for her coaching business but more than that really solidifying what it looked like for her to find her voice and reclaim her voice online and market and sell in a way that was free from hustle and pressure and scarcity and really just create the business that she really wanted to create around the lifestyle that she wanted to have and bringing all of her online to create that powerful and profitable online presence that we talk so much about here. So I cannot wait for you to hear this interview with Maria. And by the way, we had this interview in the private Facebook group. So if you're not in there yet, I'm going to leave the link in there. Totally free to join. But this is where I go live every week and my clients come in and they share their experiences and We all just jam in there together and support each other as women of color coaches. So if you're interested, I'll leave the link down below. And without further ado, let's get into Maria's story. We are live. Welcome everyone to another Client Spotlight series live stream. I absolutely love these and I'm super duper duper excited (laughs) to introduce you all to my former client, Maria. She is just my God, is she powerful? She is just so powerful. And it's been a while since we wrapped up our container. And I am just so excited to hear and for you to share your journey because it was such a powerful one. And you you really leaned in and did the work. Like you were just so available for all the uncovering, for all the reclamation, and what it really means to step into your voice and to show up as that like sought after powerful version of you online. And yeah, I'm just really excited. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. And of course, for your patience on the timing of this. I, I, you know, I love that about you. You're just always so like kind and considerate. And yes, very excited to be here and share the journey. <laughs> mm, the journey. It's been a beautiful one. So before we go into that journey, um, share a little bit about who you are and who you serve, because your mission is so is so powerful and so beautiful. Mm, yeah. So hi, everyone. Um, my name is Maria. My pronouns are she, they, sha. Sha is like a non-gendered term in um, my native language of Tagalog in the Philippines. Um, and so 
I would say, you know, really this last year, I've been serving as a coach for BIPOC introverts and highly sensitive people. Um, and, you know, yeah, like, like Daisy said, it's, it's been a journey to discover that, to be in those shoes, to embody that. Um, and, you know, my mission for the good portion of the year has been really focused on supporting BIPOC introverts and highly sensitive people reclaim their energy, number one, because like the number one complaint is everyone's super drained all the time. Um, either just naturally drained because of how our energies work, how our nervous systems work, um, or drained because we are constantly having to put effort into operating a certain way. So for introverts, it's operating in an extroverted world. Um, and for highly sensitive people, it's just so much processing of a very active world around us. So anyway, there's so much in between there. So number one has been all about reclaiming that energy. Um, and number two has been about just finding our own voice, our own inner voice that very often gets buried, buried by bullshit, buried by ancestral trauma, buried by um, even just narratives that we picked up from our families, from our loved ones, from our circles around us. And, you know, in all of that mess, um, it's been kind of hard to tap into like our true inner voice. So that's the other thing that I've been supporting clients on is really helping to clear away a lot of that bullshit and really clear that path so that that inner voice can come up. And ultimately, so this community of BIPOC introverts and HSPs can just kind of live their life on their own terms rather than on the terms of other people, again, other narratives. Um, so that's really been my mission for the last year. Um, I will say, though, I am in a point of transition. So I recently closed up shop to, to really honor um, what I feel is a time of birthing. Um, and that was a super hard decision, but I'm excited for, for what's to come. Yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful. You're so in integrity with what you coach on because you're helping people listen to their voice and to do things on their terms. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're leaning into, even in your own practice, right? Like you're, you're putting the, the processes and, the, and your beliefs and the tools that you help others with, and you are showing all of them how to integrate that into your life and, and continue to strip away the beliefs and the, you know, yeah. the urgency and the scarcity and all these things that tell us, no, 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 no. Like you have to do it this way. You have to do business this way. And yeah. I think it's, I think it's awesome that we're actually doing this at this point where you are, where you made the decision to do that pivot. Cause I think it just further shows how in integrity you are with, with what you do in your mission. Mm. So I just wanted to mirror that really quickly. Yeah, thank you. It's, um, you know, it's never an easy decision, I think, as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur, right? And especially as women of color entrepreneurs, um, to give ourselves that rest, to give ourselves that pause. Um, and I, I shared a post about this a while ago, but around like, especially it nearing the end of the year, there's all of this emphasis on like maxing out um, you know, to the end of the year to make the year worth it. And, you know, like 
no problem for those who are like down for that journey. But if you're not like pushing past the shame and, you know, all of the guilt around like, you know, being able to take that time for yourself and know that everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. (laughs) And, um, you know, I've definitely done enough already this year, like being able to walk away with that and hold yourself with love and honor, like, you know what, I'm going to take this for me. Um, it was very hard to reach this point, but yeah, I, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, I completely agree. I think anytime we're looking to move forward, if we're moving forward, even in business from a place of I need to make it worth it, or I need to prove that I can, or I need to, like, I need to push myself towards it. That's never, that's never optimal fuel for the type of expansion that we want to experience. Because what's like, we don't just want to sign clients and, and have a thriving business. We want to feel something. We want to feel like we're doing it in alignment. So if we're just pushing for the sake of pushing, mm-hmm. you're right. It's, it's not, it's like, so what, what a beautiful place to get to that place of sufficiency and be like, no, what I've done is enough. Right. And yeah. if your answer is, I want to, I want to treat myself in this way, which is, you know, reflect, pause, kind of put the pieces together. Or if the truth is, I, I want to go from this place of sufficiency and know that now I get to just go for cake. I get to go for icing. I, if I go for right. more, it's going to feel really delicious and juicy for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's where we get to operate as entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. you mentioned that it's been a journey to get here. And I would love for us to take a, a time warp back because I think yeah. like March it was pretty early on in the year maybe yeah. like late February March mm-hmm. um where where were you in your journey before we right before we started working together and what was it that really inspired you to lean into coaching mm. okay time traveling it is amazing to reflect on how much time has passed um and really how much can happen in you know a few months, a year. Um, okay. So, um, I would say as of like, you know, probably February of this year, I, I had been kind of testing the coaching waters for, um, probably about six months at that point. And, um, I, was in the midst of a decision to leave a, you know, 10 plus long year um, career, something that I had poured my heart into for a long time. Um, I had a stable government job. And obviously with all of that comes all of the securities and the safeties that are really challenging to let go of. Um, But I knew for sure that there was major misalignment. I was no longer aligned with that work, with that career. And I was testing the coaching waters because I felt like there was something calling me to this space. Um, There was something in this space that felt so much more aligned and just lit me up in ways that I've never felt before. So anyway, by the time February came along, I was like, okay, I have tested this. I'm loving it. Um, I've definitely learned a lot about myself, what I like, what I don't like. Um, 
where I feel like I need some more support. And right around February was like, okay, I could try to do this on my own, (laughs) Um, which I know everybody does. And at least for me, that mentality was a very, you know, colonizing concept of like, you have to do everything on your own. You cannot ask for help. That would be weakness. Um, And so that was a part of me that I was really intentional about decolonizing. So when I um, came across your work, Daisy, I was like, okay, I think I really need to work with this person. Daisy feels like she's going to be the one who can help me really build the foundations that I think I was finally ready for. I had all these puzzle pieces based on what I'd been doing, um, but I just wanted to feel a little bit more grounded um, and setting those foundations felt really important. Um, You know, and, and again, I just, I knew at the very least this like bigger vision of what I wanted, which was supporting BIPOC introverts and highly sensitive people, which was seeing a world where we were not drained (laughs) or at least like had the tools to ride those energetic waves um, and feel like super powerful and rooted in our natural gifts. Like a lot of the conversations oftentimes among these communities is why it sucks to be an introvert or why it sucks to be highly sensitive, which is all true absolutely in a lot of cases but there's so much power here and there's so much good here and anyway I felt like Daisy was the perfect person to help me take all of these big ideas that I felt were lighting this fire in me and really just um you know kind of refining it and fine-tuning it and creating my coaching foundations, my business foundations, and eventually into um, officially launching because I had never sort of had an official launch, which is very scary. And I will share that in a second (laughs) because Daisy really helped me take the scary out of that. Um, I also want to share that as I was working with Daisy, something very painful and unexpected happened part of the way through where I basically my father passed away unexpectedly. He was, um, he was out in the Philippines and it was very unknown. A lot of pieces still unknown about it, but when that happened, um, my world crumbled, everything had to go on pause. I just was no longer in a space to, move forward on my business, on my coaching, on my goals. I could not authentically hold space for anyone. And again, what I shared earlier too, is I really appreciated Daisy's um, flexibility and understanding to put our work on pause um, and just check in for when I was ready. And I just, I am again, so, so grateful for that kindness because I'm used to a a career where that kindness isn't quite there, um, where there's this expectation of like, yeah, you can grieve, but you are only allowed this much time. So you're allowed to grieve within limits, but to be given that understanding, that kindness without a limit 
is, it's such a gift. Um, so I love, I love that you bring that Daisy. I love always seeing that in the, certainly the woman of color entrepreneurial space as well. I feel like that's been super strong and I'm so grateful for that. Um, but yeah, so working on healing and grieving around my father's death, um, the piece that was really pivotal for me was finding joy again, which was super, super hard. Um, but I feel like having Daisy support in this and being able to like infuse joy really intentionally into my business and then eventually into my official launch um, really made the whole process so much more enjoyable, stress-free. I mean, we even framed my launch as like a birthday party because it was on my birthday month and it was like a one-year sort of anniversary for me um, from starting doing coaching. So just being able to combine joy with business has been really beautiful foundational piece to incorporate because again so often and this is a narrative that I know I picked up from my old career joy is like the thing you do on the side it's like what you do after hours but when you're working you're working it's work and play but they're separate things and so being able to have this space where like oh I can do both simultaneously like that's awesome. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, my entire journey with Daisy, it's, it's been amazing. And um, yeah, I feel like I've got these solid foundations. I feel like they're very authentic and aligned with me and very much honored my journey along the way as it fluctuated. So long yeah. story, but yeah. No, I love it. Thank you for sharing all of that. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that, that tender piece of your journey, which was your father passing away because, you know, I think it's so important that when we, when we decide to build these businesses, which we're essentially building a space for us to live, right. We're creating our home and then we're inviting people, clients into this home. And I feel like it's so important, a piece that we often tend to forget and and not because we forget but because we're in this kind of vortex of energy of you know this is the right way this is how you have to do it and this works for this person so you have to do it this way and you have to keep going and you have to scale today it's like all of this type of uh pressure and energy to get it right but you know life happens and Mm -hmm. and we get to create a home that feels good for us because if our business is confining First of all, what's the point then of leaving yeah. this confining space and then create another confining space for ourselves? Mm-hmm. But then also it's not sustainable, right? So yeah. I, I love that you were so willing from the very beginning. You're like, I want to set a strong foundation. And I think when, when people think that they're like, okay, the foundation is like the systems and the right strategy. And yes, it's, it's part of it, but the, the foundation is what are we going to rest on? What is our home going to rest on? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the most sustainable fuel that we can, that we can build on is that joy, right? How are we moving from joy? How are we moving from love? How are we creating space in this home to love on ourselves? So mm-hmm. when people come in, it feels like this warm, inviting 
space where we're well nourished, the, the yeah. our clients leave well nourished. And it that is the that is the energy that we get to continue to build on. The castle will come, mm-hmm. but we got to make sure that the foundation's really solid. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I really like, one of the moments that really sticks for me in your journey was um, and I, I tear up every time I think about it. So I'm gonna mm, try to not reel it. I'm gonna try you to reel can it. Tear in. up, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is when you would talk about how you saw your highest self, your most powerful version of yourself. And you would say, I feel like she's, I can see her, but she's down the hall. Mm, like yeah. she's like down the pathway. I can see her, but she's kind of distant. And I remember when, I, 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 it must've been one of the last sessions and you said, I feel like she's no longer down the hall. I feel like she's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That one was, that one hit <laughs> and I wasn't expecting it. Right. Like this is part of the work that happens at such a deep level that um, the consciousness doesn't like recognize it's happening until it's like right there. Like the whole time, this highest version of me, like you said, that I've envisioned as like distant um, has been like coming towards me the whole time, even in those moments of like pain and grief, when I felt like everything was shut down, um, when I felt like I didn't have my grounding and I was trying to find my footing again. Like the whole time she's been coming to me until that moment where I was like, oh shit, she's right here. Like, okay, party's getting started. <laughs> yeah, it was such a freaking trip. It we would we would do the somatic exercises and I could literally see your entire energy change. Like by the end of it, you were sitting taller. You were kind of leaning back, almost like sitting in your throne. Your voice was stronger. And I was like, oh my gosh, she is so powerful. This is crazy. Um, yeah, that was, that's just, I, I just wanted to add that because yeah. that was such a powerful moment, like so much bigger than, than the fun results. And I want to highlight some of those, but, but outside of that, it, it, that's what really sticks with me because that's a piece Mm. that, that you get to then carry with you, right? Like that's something Mm. that whether it's business or otherwise, it's just, it gets to stay with you. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the moment when you messaged me and you said, oh my gosh, there, I got this DM and they want me to speak for their organization and they're asking for my rates. And you were, I remember that so vividly because when we talk about becoming sought after, mm-hmm. it's not like you were going around pitching yourself to be a speaker. Like that was the moment when, when I think it kind of clicked where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm being sought after for the, for the value, for the, for the message that I'm putting out online. I'm, I'm really standing in my power and people are seeking me out for what I have to offer. So can we talk a little bit about that? And you've had another speaking yeah. engagement since then. Yeah. 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 Another one came up um, last month, but yeah. <laughs> um, I appreciate you bringing these up. This is definitely, I'm enjoying this, this memory trip. Um, and like you said, there's just, there's so much power in those moments. There's so much depth there. And as I'm reflecting on it, I feel like now, I didn't always recognize it at the time, but now I can see how much was happening below the surface in order to create these experiences at the surface. Like, 
you know, the realization of my highest me being present and the manifestation of these opportunities that I wasn't necessarily even seeking out. Um, so I, yeah, I guess like while we were working together, I got a DM from um, this group, Accountants of Color, and they were looking for a speaker um, who could talk about like client relationships specifically with introverts and um, that they had come across my profile and they liked the content that I was sharing and they were interested in booking with me. And I should say that prior to that point, I've never I've never had a paid speaking gig. I've spoken plenty of times, definitely in my last career, but not, um, definitely not on this topic and um, definitely not offered to have that sort of equal exchange of payment, which is in itself a whole other world around like receiving abundance, right? Which can be super challenging. Um, But yeah, I was floored when I saw that. So of course I messaged you, Daisy, and I was like, holy shit, is this happening? And what do I do about it? Like, I didn't even know how much, how much do I ask for? And anyway, ultimately it was, it was an amazing experience. Um, I will share that for, you know, for a split second, I was going to say no, because all of those narratives around like, like, why me? Um, I've only been coaching for this long. Um, I'm not an expert in introverts. Um, and just all of the reasons why, like, I should not say yes. Um, and, you know, I, because of a lot of the practices that you and I had been doing together, the reparenting, the inner child work, the um, when the shit comes up, being able to to just hold it with love in ways that maybe like, you know, previous me would have ignored, would have buried, would have um, shut out, you know, all of these other number of things. But going through that practice that I learned with you around, you know, just again, holding it with love um, and creating that safety enough to be curious, to say, what's here for me to learn? What's the message that perhaps my fear is trying to share with me that could be super useful? Um, So being able to engage in that moment with those really icky feelings and those nasty thoughts um, ended up being super helpful because I got to work through a lot of those fears. I got to work through a lot of that imposter syndrome that was coming up and eventually drilled down to the point of like, I can hold space for this community. I can share my experiences because all of that is real. And I can do so in a way where I also fully acknowledge and own that I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be. And, and I don't know who you know, necessarily could be per se, right? But um, being able to find a way to show up in that space that I'm invited into that's still aligned with me, that's still authentic and that I feel good about, right? Because now I know what good feels like. Um, 
that was really, really key. And I think, again, that's that like underlying work that happens um, to start manifesting these things in the outside world. So the other thing I wanted to say related to this, but also related to the, um, the me coming to me at that point is I feel like in that deep inner work, um, it helps lower a lot of the walls that are preventing those things that you want in life to come to you. Like they're ultimately coming at you. They're all flowing your way, but you know, naturally over the course of life, we build up walls. We want to protect ourselves, whatever life has taught us to create walls. There's also the ancestral element of it. So doing this inner work allows me to start lowering those walls, start like breaking them down, disintegrating them and making it easier for those things that I want in life, whether or not I'm conscious about it. Again, I didn't know I wanted to like do a speaking gig, but it came my way. And um, even though it wasn't something that I specifically wanted, I'm so thankful for the experience because it doesn't just open the door to, you know, me being able to like take up space, share my story and support others and give others permission to do the same. Um, But it opens up an entire network that I would have otherwise never connected with. And they were already interested in connecting with me. So anyway, I just wanted to share that, like, there's just so much value in doing that inner work because suddenly without you doing anything, all of the stuff that you've wanted in life, it can start flowing your way without you doing anything about it. Bingo. I'm so, oh, you said it so freaking beautifully. And I always, this essentially, you know, it comes down to, I feel like really as women and, and women of color, we've been trained to be real good workers, but not in real good receivers. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, just work, 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 give to others, put yourself last, put everyone else over you. But you're right. We come into business and and a big part of business is receiving is that receivership. Mm -hmm. So it's so interesting because of course we're like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I love clients. I'd love to welcome clients. And of course I'd love to have a thriving business. And what do I need to do to do that? You know, I'm going to start posting every day. I'm going to start marketing and, and yes, that's part of it. But when it comes Mm-hmm. Or, or when it's trying to come your way, what are you doing to block it? Because mm-hmm. you can market your face off, right? But yeah. if, if, we're, if we're not really tapped into letting it come in and land, then mm-hmm. what's the point? We're just overworking ourselves like we did in our old jobs. Yeah. And we're not receiving, right? So you're, I, I just, I really want to highlight the fact that you were so willing to go there, right? You were so willing to, to meet yourself in that. Because that's how these things were just seeking you out, right? You met yourself and then these things started seeking you out. And I know you, you've worked with clients since then. I know you launched your offer and you were mm-hmm. serving clients. And all of that is what builds that energy, that momentum. So that we can say, yes, thank you. I'm available. Yes, thank you. I'm available. Yes, thank you. I'm available. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like things come and we're like, oh crap, this came in. What do I do about it now? Oh my gosh, what if I can't, what, who am I? But, and all the stories start coming up and that's really our barricades mm-hmm. that are trying to, to close it off, to pinch us off yeah. of what we're really here to do. So I just, I love that you mentioned that. And I love that 
you know, it can really speak to the power of combining marketing, messaging, you know, visibility strategy, all of that, but we, we have to, we have to integrate it with what's going to ground that what's really going to allow that to flourish, which is, in my opinion, you know, somatics and working with the body, not just Mm -hmm. conscious mindset and, and thought work. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, that is so, so true. Um, and being able to like go through that experience and see exactly that happen in my life is like, you know, this isn't bullshit. This is truth. Right. Um, the other thing I want to, you know, offer kind of a, a shameless plug in here is this is the exact power that I see in BIPOC introverts and highly sensitive people, which is why I, you know, feel like this is such an important mission for me. Um, introverts, for example, are like super keen swimmers in their internal world. We can deep dive, we can stay there for a long time. You know, like doing this inner work is something that is, it really comes pretty easy to us. Um, and same with highly sensitive people, like you have those sensitivities that al- that really allow you to feel like this feels good, this doesn't feel good. And this is where you can start to fine tune your journey and recognize this is what alignment for me feels like. This is when this little piece is misaligned and I know how to realign it because I know what alignment feels like. I know what good feels like. I know what healing feels like. Um, so this is just like a very... Um, self-liberating power that I see in this community and like ultimately I feel like we're ultimately also trying to uplift others as like we grow so I mean individual liberation leads to collective liberation like it's something that I very very much believe in Um, so I love this inner journey I love supporting people in this inner journey we're already really good at it Um, but yeah, that those those like manifestations are totally there. Right. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for tying it back to to your people, because you're right. There is so much power in being so in tune with what we feel and so intuitive. And also, you know, as as highly sensitive people, we can feel very much what's going on in, in our external reality, what's going on with other people, what's going on in the collective. And that's a strength. It can be, it can be draining. But it's also a strength that we can use to empower ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that you that you added. I think that's going to be something that really hits home for a lot of people that listen to this. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Last question before I ask you to mention all the ways that people can continue to, to catch up with you. What's something that you would say to someone that was maybe on the fence about leaning into coaching? what would you say to them or maybe something that really surprised you about working together? Mm. Okay. I'm reflecting on, on my own experience. And I remember for me at the time, um, you know, I think I was just really exploring how I was feeling about investing, what it means to, you know, pay for that kind of support, what it means 
in terms of that investment into myself. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of shit to dig through. There's so much, um, around like, um, this separation between when I pay for something, it's not an investment in me. So it, it required me to do that work to build that bridge that me paying someone is an investment in me. And it's less about is sort of that person worth it, but am I worth it? And am I, you know, am I ready for it? Um, and of course the answer is yes. Right. Although, you know, I get that it's not always the immediate, like, accessible answer. Um, and at the time, you know, investing with you was the biggest investment that I had ever made. So it made it even more scary for me. Um, but I just had to like really drill down and tune into me. And again, this is that like inner work of like, there's all these narratives that I'm hearing all of these voices that are like, um, you know, is this like going to be sure? Like, how do you know that this is going to work? And um, like just all of these reasons why I shouldn't, but I knew deep down beneath all of that, that I was ready for partnership. I was ready for support. And again, getting past all of those narratives around, like, I can't ask for help, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, really drilling down to like, what is it that you need? Um, and allowing your, your intuition, your sensitivities to guide you, you know, you, um, you can get a sense for people. You can get a sense for like, this is what it would be like to work with someone, um, you have, you know, the right questions to ask for you, like what kind of environment works for you? What kind of partnership works for you? What, what doesn't work for you? So really my suggestion for anyone is like really tune in, um, dig into like, what is it that you need? Um, and not just what is it that you need in a very broad sense, but really try to piece out the details of like, I like working with this type of person, with this kind of style, um, at this kind of frequency, all of those things. And then once you have those pieces, like Daisy brings zero pressure. And that's something that really struck me in um, not, just, uh, not just your marketing, because all I had of you at first was all of your marketing, right? So number one, I felt like you made it clear that you are a zero pressure person. In fact, like, you know, you're very intentional about not putting pressure because you know what it's like living in a world with so much pressure already. Um, so I felt like that made it safe. And then number two, going into that, you know, first call with you, I think I commented about how like, it was the most zero pressure sales call that I've ever been on. Um, and I just really appreciate that. So I want to be, I want to put that out there for anyone that's curious. Like if you're worried about engaging with Daisy and receiving some sort of pressure, there will be none. <laughs> Daisy is like top notch at honoring 
your needs, your sovereignty, you know what you need best. Um, and, you know, what I appreciated again is you're just, you're here to support the doors open. You are here to trust that, like, I am the leader of my journey, um, which was very important to me. Um, and just, yeah, being, knowing that there's zero pressure, knowing what you really need. And then, um, you know, just kind of reaching out, giving that a try, having just a super casual conversation, you know, just you talking with another person, um, really a friend, um, and just feeling it out because ultimately like your intuition, you knowing what you need, that's going to guide you through any conversation that you have with anyone. But again, Daisy just makes this so like stress-free, pressure-free, sorry, pressure-free and just makes you feel so empowered throughout the whole process that whatever you decide for yourself, it's in your highest good. Um, Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for mirroring that. And I remember I got off of our console call and I like straight up cried Um, or maybe it was the follow-up call the 24 hours after, but I, I remember I just cried because because, you know, it's one thing for me to put that intention out there. I want, I, I like to operate with space, you know, and I want people to have to feel that spaciousness so that they can lean in so that they can be the ones to make that step, because that is such a powerful step. And I never want to steal that from anyone because of pressure or, mm-hmm. or like convincing or, you know, just trying to say the right things like, no, I'm completely unattached. I do my work. And I create that space so that em- that empowered decision can take place. And I remember you saying, like, thank you for, for giving me this space. Thank you for allowing me to make this choice that is empowered for me and true for me. I remember I just got off that call. And I like when you said that, I just cried because that's the power of that's what sales and like that transaction in business gets to be. It gets to be so mm-hmm. beautiful and empowering. And I think that that's just the beauty of when we decide to approach sales and marketing and business from this empowered place. And when we create that sought after effect, that's really us creating Mm -hmm. the space. We lean back so that people can lean in. Mm -hmm. Mm. I, I appreciate you mirroring that. And that means the world to me. So where can people find you? Tell me where they can catch up with you. Where can they stay tuned to your offerings and all this juiciness that's coming out of your pivot? Yeah. Um, sorry. Can I offer you one more thing? Yeah. Um, one thing that I, that I found super profound in working with you, uh, was I think you helped me find that like courage and that like source to just be myself and to shine exactly as I am in ways that I've been afraid to for a long time. Um, I feel like who I was before I met you in like, you know, February is a very different person from the person that came out of working with you in August, like I broke through so many walls around how I was allowed to show up to being really unapologetic about it from things like 
finally getting a tattoo in a very visible spot that I never felt like I was allowed to get or to dyeing my hair purple, which I love, um, to like picking my own personal style. Like if you've just helped me get grounded in my true shining and I just, I really appreciate that about you because again, you help others feel empowered to be themselves and to be able to show up in that way with whatever you do. Um, like you said, also helps us integrate that into our business and how we hold space for our clients. So that was something that I was very intentional about. I was like, I don't, I don't want a bullshit kind of sales process. I don't want to hold, you know, space for clients in a way where people have to wear masks. Like I want people to feel comfortable to take off their masks and just be themselves. And you doing that for me, allowing me to do that for myself and now allowing me me allowing me to do that for others, it's just had such an important ripple effect. So I just want to give that testament to you, Daisy. Thank you. Love you. Yeah. Okay. So how to get a hold of me. So yes, I am on a very intentional pause um, for the rest of the year. Um, again, just to be fully present with this birthing process that I'm in um, and just to give myself legit rest. <laughs> that is my birthright, simple as. Um, so I will say I'm not currently as active on Instagram, though you are totally welcome to check out all of my resources on there. Um, the best way to kind of stay in touch and be notified for when I do reopen things is to sign up for my e-newsletter. Um, and I believe the link will be probably in the perfect. Um, when you it'll sign be up around my- description or if you listen to this on the podcast show notes description, all the things it'll be around <laughs> cool cool um yeah when you sign up for my e-newsletter you'll get access to download my free guide to connecting with your inner voice it is my like top tips for connecting down to your inner voice so love it um and then the other thing is if you identify as BIPOC introvert, highly sensitive person, and you want to join um, the Voxer group chat communities where we're just sharing stories, asking questions, sharing resources, um, the link is there for you as well. So this has been such a beautiful time, Daisy. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed this trip down memory lane and I am a forever fan of you, Daisy. Oh, thank you. I am a forever fan of you. You're just so freaking powerful and I'm really excited to see what unfolds. So thank you everyone for tuning in and hearing Maria's journey. And there's a lot of also really good nuggets for you if you do identify as a highly sensitive person or introvert. So I'm just so grateful to you for making space to share some of that genius and share your journey. And I will talk to you all soon. real quick did you find value in today's episode if you did take a screenshot right now share it on your instagram story with your biggest takeaways and be sure to tag me at the liberated latina this allows me to see what you are most enjoying about the show and it grows a community of liberated hermanas thank you so much for hanging out today i hope you had as much fun as i did and i'll catch you in the next one besitos